zebras, dogs, alligators, crows, pigs, flamingos, crickets, and octopus. Meowers and woofers, squawkers and roarers, animals are a great bunch of pals that we share planet Earth with. Yes, they may be stupider than us, but man are they interesting. And while they don't wear clothes, their hair and skin and feathers and things can be very snazzy indeed. As video game developers create the worlds we play in, many enrich their landscapes by including the animals that might also inhabit these exotic backdrops. Ooh yes. Muhis Quack, this episode of Day Video Games is about animals. My name's Dave, I like video games This is my podcast called Dave Video Games If you like games, well I'm the same So here's this podcast, it's Dave Video Games It's Dave Video Games It's Dave Video Games Video games. Firstly, let me tell you about my animal background. A bit about how me and all those critters coexist. I've never had a pet, except for the family goldfish that lived to be the age of 27. It ate its own eyeball two years before its own death. It was bought when I was born to occupy my big sister. And I did consider if our fates were entwined in a grandfather's clock counter scenario, where if the fish died, I would die. But no, phew, I'm alive and that fish is in the cold ground, buried in my parents' garden. Cats. Cats are good. I like their style. I like their slinky independence. Their superior disinterested disposition. Mm, Yes, meow. I am very aloof. That is, until they're pouring at your leg like an idiot because you've got a pack of dreamies in your hand. I like how cats know how to use their own toilet. One thing I don't like about cats is that I'm allergic to them, and cats seem to like me. They're always coming up to me. I think it's because I don't coo or fuss all over them. In fact, I'm trying to stay away, which they like. Or they absolutely know I'm allergic and are being completely spiteful. Dogs are okay. I like their enthusiasm and attitude, but they are so smelly. Dogs are gross. They eat their own poo for Pete's sake. And then they want to lick your face. No, get away from me, yuck. I don't like how dogs stare at you when you're eating. It's so rude. And the way they seem a bit guilty about it suggests that they know it's really bad manners. But hats off to the dogs with jobs. Guide dogs, guard dogs, sniffer dogs, hey, even therapy dogs. Even though that job seems really easy, a dog trained to give affection is like if my job was eating sandwiches. I'm afraid of snakes. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Anything venomous can fuck off, really. But the way snakes move, yuck. I don't mind spiders up to a certain size. I'll put a glass on those guys and chuck them out the window, no problem. Piece of paper underneath? You're going on a little trip out the window, pal. But if it's too big for a glass, then we're in trouble. I have used a salad bowl to get one before now. Yep, bludgeoned it to death with a salad bowl. If I can see its face, then it's a big nope. I like horses. Horses are fine. I've ridden a horse. Not bragging. It was at a children's party, and I was a child. I feel kind of bad about that, as does a horse actually like being ridden on? Is a horse okay with someone on its back? 
Is it okay carrying round an overweight nine-year-old wearing jogging bottoms called Dave? I'm not really sure why horses put up with being ridden all the time. I mean, surely if they wanted to, horses could just bust on out of there. Horse kick anyone who's behind them. Hoof em. Hoof. Turn around and gallop away. Off to a beach, probably. I don't like sheep. I mean, sure, I like wool, but not where that wool is coming from. And that's sheep. Their eyes look both dopey yet up to something. Something evil. A malicious compliance. And don't get me started on goats. The more I learn about monkeys, apes, chimpanzees, gorillas, all those lot, the less I like. Ripping off hands and faces and things. What the hell, guys? I think deers, stags, impalas, fawns, does, bucks and gazelles are gorgeous. I do get awkward whenever I'm around animals. I like the idea of animals more than the reality of being near them. For example, I would thoroughly not enjoy having to grab and pick up a chicken. I don't like that I don't know what they're thinking. Because what if they're thinking they want to attack me? They will try to hurt you to defend themselves. Even in the last year, a goose has chased me. I ran away. But what if it got me? I could probably kick the fuck out of it. It's not going to be able to hurt me too badly, right? It's not going to kill me. A goose can't kill you. It'd be pretty embarrassing if it did. But what if it did? I'm vegetarian. I have been for four or five years. And when I'm asked why, I say death. I don't want to kill stuff. I don't want stuff to die. And I think if I couldn't kill it myself, then I shouldn't be eating it. I couldn't kill a cow. Those lovely ladies with the long eyelashes. Plus they're really big. And all the industrialization of meat is horrible stuff. So no meat for me, please. So, to summarise real quick, I like animals. At least the idea of them. I'm not keen on being around them. I think they might attack me. I don't eat animals or want them dead. In real life, that is. But what about animals in video games? A quick disclaimer. I'm not going to be talking about the games where the animals in it are cartoons. The games with animals as their main character, usually jumping around and, and wearing bits of human clothes, although rarely a complete outfit. I'm talking Crash Bandicoot, spinning around, wearing only trousers, dressed like a member of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm talking Sonic the Hedgehog. Are those trainers? You're not coming in. And you are blue and too fast. Donkey Kong. You may very well be wearing a tie. Yes, very smart and I appreciate the effort, but no, I'm sorry. A gorilla can't, or at least shouldn't, ride an ostrich, and that ostrich shouldn't be wearing trainers. What the hell is going on? Banjo and Kazooie, no. I always thought that Banjo was wearing a little waistcoat, but it's the straps of his rucksack, of course. Star Fox and the gang, nope. I will not be talking about animals that can fly spaceships. I will not be talking about that lizard wearing a tuxedo gex, or that little idiot crocodile with a backpack croc, or the residents of Animal Crossing. I will not be talking about the burglar and criminal sly raccoon, or the Microsoft time-travelling cat Blinks. I will not be talking about that naughty squirrel Conker, and I will not be talking about whatever animal Rayman is. I will not be talking about any of them. None of them. No. I'll be focusing on the more realistic portrayal of wildlife. I'll be talking about animals being animals. When I think back to my first introduction to animals in video games, in the way that I mean, I think it was in Tomb Raider. The very first one. Packs of wolves would come right for you in the opening level. Squeaky little bats would bite you. There was a big brown bear living in these ancient caves, and so you had to shoot it with a shotgun in its big brown face. As you go on, the Colosseum you discover may have been deep, deep underground for centuries, but it's still got some lions and gorillas for you to fight. 
Throughout the two Mater games, Lara Croft would encounter a lot of animals. Lara Croft would go on to shoot tigers, rats, crocodiles, panthers, dogs, rattlesnakes, spiders, crows, barracudas, sharks, snow leopards, eagles, eels, cobras, scorpions, baboons, boars, a yeti, and a T-Rex. I believe Peter, as in people for the ethical treatment of animals, did complain. But duh, they're not real guys. Quite often animals will be the enemies in games. The attack dogs of Call of Duty and the Far Cry games have got a lot. I find it both freaks me out and can be quite awkward. As said earlier, I don't like the idea of being attacked by animals. If a game does it well, the animal will hunt you quietly and attack you. And that is a surefire way to make me say, oh god, and raise the pad to my chest to defend myself. I guess it's fun for me to be able to confront this fear through the safety of a game. <laughs> yeah, really fun. Another example is I don't like sharks. I don't like the idea of sharks while I'm in the sea. Maybe while you're in the sea on your holiday, the idea of sharks will just pop into your mind. In Far Cry 3, it had you hunting sharks. Ooh, but they'd hunt you right back. I would be on the surface of the water, looking for movement below, absolutely hating it. But also kind of enjoying the terror. In a way. So yeah, I guess it's quite exhilarating to fulfil this situation through a game. But then to have animals as an enemy, it's not very realistic, as that isn't how animals act. Animals don't just instantly try to eat you. I also find them quite an awkward enemy to fight, as the actual strategy to fighting animals in games tends to go down the same way each time. A wolf, a tiger, a bear, or a honey badger, or something like that, will run straight at you, and it'll tend to be faster than you are, so it always tends to be a case of running backwards while shooting, hoping it doesn't reach you before you've shot it enough for it to die. Which isn't that much fun, really. Also, it's made me confused to the vulnerability of an animal in real life. Could a bear withstand me firing a handgun into its body about eight times? Could a rhino take a full clip of an automatic rifle into its side? If I shoot an elephant in the ribs with a sniper rifle, will it just get really angry? According to the games I've played, yes, yes and yes. Although using animals as enemies in games has changed a bit recently, as they now usually dress it up as hunting. Since about 2010, some games have really gone to town and put in a bit of hunting in them. Assassin's Creed 3, the Far Cry series, Red Dead Redemption, the Tomb Raider reboot, and it's not a thing I think I like in games. Not because I'm a vegetarian hippie or anything, I just find it kind of boring. It's basically stealth. Looking for ages in the woods for some endangered bozo to turn up. Then creeping up on the idiot. And getting annoyed if it runs away. Or sometimes you will shoot it, but it'll still run away. And then now you chase after it. And then maybe you lose it and you can't find it. And now it's spooked. It's boring. The most interesting hunting that's been in a game was the whaling in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Peter complained about that one too. I can only imagine they were worried about the influence of video games and all those gamers going out there starting to hunt whales for their blubber. Also along with this trend of hunting, it seemed that a lot of these games were banging to skinning animals. After you've killed them, pulling all their skin off. Getting your pelts. I mean, the hunting was a way of setting a more interesting challenge to collecting resources for upgrades. Kill five yaks, you can have a new pouch for your bullets. Collect three tiger faces, you can have a bigger bag for your medicine. It also means that you leave a trail of skinless animal corpses behind you. I can't help but think of the game developer who has to design that. Sat in his office on a Tuesday morning. What's next on his to-do list? Oh, a zebra with no skin. No more snazzy stripes for you. Only realising after he could have got away with using the skinless horse he did on Monday. 
But hunting is basically a game mechanic, a different aspect of gameplay they can add. And there are other ways in which animals are used as a tool in games and for the gameplay. But in a nice way. Such as when a game will have an animal as our friends, as our helpful buddies. Horses are used as transport in a lot of games. Just as they're historically used for getting about. They're nature's cars. But oh heck, if I don't half feel a bond to a horse, especially if you give that horse a name. There's Roach from The Witcher 3, Agro from Shadow of the Colossus, Epona in The Legend of Zelda, and D-Horse, the horse in Metal Gear Solid 5, whose poop could cause a jeep to skid and crash. Very useful. I like a game that lets you call for your horse, and then seeing them come trotting up towards you. They are as beloved as they are handy. Red Dead Redemption 2 allowed you to name your horse, which I got way too into. I love you, Turbo Liam. It's nice to have a horse that's yours. Dogs are another animal buddy that are useful in games. There's dog meat in Fallout, Boomer in Far Cry 5, D-Dog in Metal Gear Solid 5, the dog from Duck Hunt, and the dog with the best name, Dinky D from Mad Max. I found dog meat in Fallout 4 annoying. Come back here, don't run over there and start biting that death claw. Oh, what's that you found, boy? Oh, it's a landmine. Oh no, me and my dog are in a room full of raiders shooting at me. Better retreat. Except I can't, because Dogmeat is standing firmly in the doorway. Bad dog. I like D-Dog in Metal Gear Solid 5. He was a good boy. Spotting all the enemies for me, thank you, D-Dog. Even if you do have a very unimaginative name. You were named by the leader of a faction of mercenaries. I didn't bother with Boomer, the dog in Far Cry 5. If I'm choosing a companion in that game, why choose the dog? When you can have a bear called Cheeseburger. Or you could choose Sharky Boshaw, who has a flamethrower and might be a bit more suited to the task at hand. So, from all this, we can agree that horses are more useful than dogs. Some video games let you play as an animal. One game paving the way for this was Echo the Dolphin, where you are a dolphin called Echo. You go about, eating fish, using sonar and talking to other dolphins, as well as trying to find your friends and family who have been sucked up in a vortex. I don't know why, but this game creeped me out. I think it was the weird-ass story with crystals and an old wise whale and aliens and stuff. Dolphins are a bit freaky anyway, without the idea that all this could be going on below the surface of the sea. They're too clever. Another game that had you being an animal was A Dog's Life on PlayStation 2, which was straight up a game about being a dog, where you would go about doing dog things like sniffing and fetching and digging and barking and pooping and cocking up one leg to do a wee. If you look at a picture of the dog protagonist's face, its eyebrows are just a bit too human for my liking. It looks like a man turned into a dog. And because you're controlling it, it behaves like a man turned into a dog. Goat Simulator lets you play as a goat. However, it's possible the title is misleading. As I'm no expert on goats, but I don't think a goat can use its tongue to drag a man into the road. Tekken has a nice selection of bears to fight as. However, there's a lot less mauling than you'd expect. In Grand Theft Auto V, it let you briefly play as a cheeky dog called Chop, and you get up to some naughty doggy business. Also, if you found the elusive hallucination-inducing peyote plants, the trip would turn the player into one of the many animals in the game, and you got to play as a pig, or a seagull, or a cat, or a manta ray, or one of loads of things. There was the Jaws game that had you playing as the scariest shark in town, Jaws the Shark. Yes, that's right. If you didn't know, the shark in Jaws is actually called Jaws, and that is why the film is called Jaws, 
and not shark. I bet you weren't expecting a movie fact in this video games podcast, but there you go. Feel free to show it off to all your friends. There's also been Untitled Goose Game, where you are a goose. A goose that's up to no good. And What Remains of Edith Finch has a brilliant sequence that it's hard to mention too much about without explaining its joy away. Being an animal in a game is quite nice for a change of pace. If you didn't know, I'm a human. And so it's quite fun to be an animal for a bit. But I do find humans are generally better to be. They can do more. A cat can't drive a car. A mouse can't fire a gun. A fish can't have a sword fight. A porcupine can't talk. And it always feels a bit weird to be controlling an animal using your human brain. I like it when my animals are animals. I like it when animals are part of the world, but not the focus. I like when they add texture to the game in a subtle way. Grand Theft Auto V did this brilliantly. I remember when I was playing it and I startled a cow. It began to walk away, so I followed it. We ended up walking into the mountains together. Back on the PlayStation 2 and Metal Gear Solid 3, the wildlife added to the jungle. I was once crawling through some undergrowth. Didn't see a snake down in there with me. It bit me straight in the face while I was in first person. I dropped the pad trying to protect my face. Metal Gear Solid 2's squawking seagulls always added to the atmosphere whenever you were out on the walkways of that oil rig. I once failed a mission on Call of Duty Ghosts because we were scuba diving and I saw some fish I liked and started following them. Sorry, team. I shot a pig with a musket in Assassin's Creed 3. I chased some monkeys around a university while riding a horse in The Last of Us. I've seen a crocodile bite an elephant's nose in Far Cry 4. That's the kind of animal fun I like in video games. Okay, I think that's all my human thoughts on animals in video games. And hey, while I got you, I'm a big fan of the RSPCA, that cracking charity that looks after animals. I've got a few friends who work for this lovely organisation, and I know the hard effort and passionate care that they put into working for this charity. So support the RSPCA. What are you doing this Saturday? Why not go and have a look in your local RSPCA charity shop and buy some stuff? Or if you are ever looking for a dog or a cat or a rabbit or any other pet, then please do look into adopting an animal. A quick Google of RSPCA adoption will get you on your way to possibly rehoming a rescued pet. Or just straight up give the RSPCA some money. The scope of the RSPCA's work mean that they always could do with a bit more funding, so send them some money. The RSPCA, yeah. Right, this is the end now. I've been David Stanier. Subscribe to this podcast. Why don't you subscribe? Hey, how's about subscribing, yeah? Why don't you subscribe to this podcast? Go on the Twitter, at It's Day Video Games. Tell somebody about it. Talk about me. Talk about me behind my back. I'm also on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash David A. Stanya. Thank you very much for listening. And as a dog would say, goodbye.